Any opinions expressed are my own and do not reflect the opinions of anyone outside of Independent Left Media, LLC. Indie Left, Indie Left, News and Politics and all the rest. So much to do on the YouTube, so they curate a list for you. You'll want to watch your favorite creator or have a chat on Discord later. But you better get hip to Indie Left. Indie Left. Indie Left.news. Okay. Okay. We live? I, we gotta wait for like all these nine channels to come up. They're not. not nine channels what wait there's another logo on there what the what whoa Ooh. hey that looks pretty good how about that i like that that looks that nice looks, that looks nice what is that what, what? is this what Interesting is that color right scheme now? and um, logo what wait my media could not be loaded hold on let's see let's see what's happening with odyssey i don't see odyssey working quite yet What's up, Odyssey? Am I late? So you're not going to let me go live, Odyssey? What are you doing? I'm looking at it, and it's saying the media could not Probably. be loaded. The server failed, but the format is not supported. Hopefully. Nice. Oh, hey, okay, nice. we are live on Odyssey. Look at that. Okay, dulcet tones. We sound I can, good. I could hear that. You, you plugged <laughs> that through. Damn. You, you have desktop audio, too, on, so it's like in my nice. ear. Like, oh, what was that? Hey, okay, let's turn that off then. Okay, well, we're here, we're late, but we are here, and yeah, that's, this is going to be a fun show, I guess. Uh, sure, why not? This is going to be a good one. A uh, lot of new things to introduce here to talk about. Good way to kick things off, Mr. Boncam. Uh, it is, yeah, it I is, wish my Boncam was working. We did mess. This, we is, did what, miss this is what Boncam looks like right now, everyone. There is technical difficulties on Boncam. Oh no, we did uh, miss twelve twenty. Yeah. Ah. Damn. We did miss twelve twenty. Hold on. Uh I, okay. Now I can mute that. So I have YouTube live up. Lucky! Yep. Welcome, Namaste. Thank you for joining Welcome, us. Everybody. Hey, hey, hey. We're even live on Odyssey. Odyssey.com nice. slash IND left news, just like everywhere else. Twitch, we should be live on Twitch. I don't see that we are. I'm sure we are. Twitch is always so good with that. I should actually pull it up. Yep, on the we're live on Twitch. I'm on, the, I'm on the live dashboard for myself. Twitch right now. I can see it. You're bummed. Why? Well, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, with no bond camp tonight. Yeah, sorry about that. I um, know, right? I'm disappointed too, but that's all right. Um, we've got a kick ass show anyway. Um, you can see that there's a little bit of a different background, and that's that's going to be the first thing that we're going to talk about tonight. Um, I don't even have, like, yeah, see, I'm in a new machine, so you know what? Let me bring up an, on the on the Apple one. I have it right here, my normal spiel that I'd like to read in the beginning of the show. But uh, we had some, a couple things happen since just we can talk before while I get this all ready, but... Um, we got a new computer, so everything yeah. is different and um, new and 
fresh and I had to move all this OBS stuff over and get it working and powerful. It is powerful. Hopefully it will like, hopefully it should make for better streams on everyone else's end. Well, that will be the nice thing. You can already hear probably a better quality microphone because I've got my Yeti hooked up because my Mac wasn't working with the Yeti. Um, the sound suppression and ooh, it's it, nice sound, it sounds yeah. nice and smooth. Mm -hmm. And then, holy mackerel! So yeah, um, we we did a thing, and that's that. That's the next thing we're going to talk about. But before I before we get into that, you can see the current leftist dot today. So let I'm going to read my spiel. God, we have so many things. Hey, Google. <laughs> nice. Dad, I'm on air. Dad, I'm on air. Nice. It's what up, Dave? Bedtime. What up, Big Dave? Okay. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh -oh. welcome, everybody, to How Did We Miss That? How Did We Miss That is a show airing on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, on Odyssey, Every Saturday night at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, reviewing a few big stories we hadn't seen covered much in leftist independent media. Co-hosted by Indy, me, founder and editor of Independent Left News, and Reef Breland, creator of Door Discord, and host of the new show Reefer After Dark, two episodes in the books already. Nice. Yep. All the Super stories. Oh, it's great. You guys got to check it out. I crack up for two hours. It's great. Um... Warren's a clown, but next next week will there'll be a different guest likely, and it won't be me. All the stories are featured on our Substack leftist.today and at the top of independentleft.news, and that gets updated twice a day. I'm showing now leftist.today. You can see all the logos and icons where you can find us. IND Left News is usually where you can find us at at any of those places. Um, I am sharing the Substack, and right at the top of that is the general strike guys wow if you haven't been checking out fred hampton leftists they have been absolutely killing it bashing it with with this stuff uh amazing panels people coming in and out uh talking about all the different things that we need to do in order to facilitate worker strikes and to talk about how we can support workers that are on strike and uh, i've been learning a ton from uh people who I already watch and admire and didn't know how much they knew about all these different labor issues. And then you had Rome, yeah. Rome going out today. I'll let you talk oh. about what, what Rome and Kamali were doing for a second. Oh, uh, well, you know, there was some pushback on this thing that, you know, they weren't talking to real union members and leaders and whatever. And, you know, so what does FHL decide to do? Well, get in the car drive down to the Kellogg strike. And, you know, now the head of those things are, are, you know, supporting a general strike now too. So that might've backfired on the shit libs who decided to do that. But, you know, so. Uh, and interviewing actual people on strike, actual, on strike, yep. actual union, you know, leaders of, of the union and, and uh, leaders, uh, not leaders, but negotiators. Kamali was talking with a, a, a union negotiator um, and, and getting the real story from the people on the ground and asking what they need. And they were all in support of, of expanding that out and further, you know, more worker strikes. That that's uh 
in order to get living wages, in order to get health care. I mean, we've got a, a, a it, it's been I, I hope it does. And again, it's it's just continuing that conversation. OK, Labor Movement X started something where they said we're going to have something on October 15th and we didn't really see very much traction. But people keep talking about it. Yep. Now we've got this going on. Now it's in the conversation. It, people are are talking. About it. And look, look at what we've covered on 12 weeks of this show. And I, I was talking with Reef about this. And yeah. look, every week we cover worker strikes. And we were covering worker strikes that nobody else was talking about. Mostly internationally at saw, first. God. I recently saw um, HelloFresh. A bunch of workers went on strike for that. Yeah. Nationally. Yep. So that's, that's great. Yeah. And again, I... Yeah. We're not even going to cover very many strikes. I don't even know if there are any strikes this week that I've got lined up because there's so many other people covering them. Again, I'm looking for angles and things that people aren't really covering, and and they they've got yeah. that kind of locked down right now and covered. So definitely, I'm go, a, definitely go check out their strike coverage there. The, but I yeah, mean, it's been. I know, mean, support the Kellogg workers. Support the Kellogg Speaking workers. This. This guy right here, this little bird, you will see tomorrow night on this summit. So oh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, 8 p.m. tomorrow night, Eastern Time. Uh, I will be on the yeah. activist panel with with uh, Liv and Josanna, I believe. Um, and I believe Logan, Logan, somebody. Uh, I think I think Logan from Populist Voice Network. So I'm excited to, to talk about activism with them. Uh, I have not been active in the streets but I have been using the the web and and marketing as an activating as an activation tool and as a um, collaboration tool and as an organizing tool and I'm excited to to share some of the things that I've learned and that I've been doing with that uh, with Indie Left and then with what we have in our first story to talk about tonight <clears throat> and it's it's something that we were inspired to do um, for a while so. We started a network. Um, we got together with a bunch of these younger channels and smaller channels that have been come on the scene in about the last year, year and a half that have been making a splash. And we all have some really strong things to bring to the table, but everybody's kind of incomplete. And I felt we all were and myself included and, and, we can benefit in so many different ways from a central platform where we can collaborate, co-stream, share resources. There's so many different things, uh, positives that can come out of it. Uh, and and, and uh, so so I reached out to some of the people that, that, that we cover in Independent Left News and said, hey, hey, what do you think about this idea? And everyone was like, wow, this, this is awesome. Um, yep. and, and, and so Indie News Network was born. We had our first conference call in mid-October. Uh, we started to plan out what this would look like and how this would be. And we're still forming it. And we're still getting things together. And the plan for our first network live stream uh, as a group is going, we're hoping will be Monday night. We want to leave this weekend for, for, for FHL and for the General Strike Summit. We we do have five of our members that, that are speaking at the summit, which here. is great. Yep. So, yep. so uh, you can see here on, on my screen, I've got a list uh, of photos and, and name, channel names and people for all the people that are in here. But well, there's a lot of unique elements 
so so I will just go through this really quickly and read it because I actually wrote it. And I don't usually write very much stuff, but independent media is expanding almost infinitely on a weekly basis, it seems. New channels, new platforms, new personalities are constantly emerging, taking advantage of the latest technology. As an independent content creator, it's virtually impossible to keep up with it all. So in that vein, a group of us have recognized and decided that collaborating creates multiple opportunities and combining our efforts can make us all better. So we're excited and proud to introduce you to the founding channels, people and writers collaborating to form the Indie News Network. Each member already has their own established channels, shows, content and fans, which they will retain, continuing to build and grow. Each network member will be able to co-publish and co-stream to the network channels whenever they go live or upload a new video or publish a new article or a new podcast episode. Streamers can also use the network substack to alert email subscribers when they go live and share a link to Twitter with the, with the stream embedded. What do we have in common? Lots. We're all relatively new to indie content creation space. All started within the past two years. Some more recent than that. We all believe in uncorrupted representation. We're all anti-imperialist, anti anti-monopolistic, anti-fascist. We all challenge narratives and have seen that 20 multi-billion dollar owned media behemoths control 95% of what America sees and hears and went looking for the unbiased truth, free from the influence of big pharma, big banks, the military industrial complex, and big tech. Well, almost free of big tech. Yeah. We're going to be using, we're going to be doing exclusive network roundtables, frequency and daytime still to be determined. Stay tuned, uh, really. And we'll be launching other yep. network exclusive mashups, collabs with other networks like Fred Hampton Leftists and the MCSC Network, and new shows. The plan at first is to have a presence on nine platforms to start. So we already have channels set up on YouTube, Substack, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Odyssey, Rumble, and Patreon. Links to all the members' YouTube pages, Substacks, and or Medium. Seb Solomon has Medium and Twitter handles below. And I know Rob Durden did a, did a video about this, and he introduced every one of the members. Uh, again, I've been watching all of these channels and, and staying in touch and, and friendly with all of these folks. Um, and, and I'm just so excited about, about everything I've seen. Um, and, and just, it, it's been amazing uh, to see the collaboration, to see the, the work that people have put in already the way that people have been meeting each other and going on each other's shows and having conversations and, and really helping all of us grow and become a force together where INN really just, just arrived on the scene like week one and, and it it's happened quickly and it's been a lot of fun. So um, Robert Durden is a, uh, He's a badass man. He'll he'll punch you in the mouth. He's he's got he's a doctor, so he's he's been to medical school. Uh he's got some pretty interesting takes and advice on on COVID and the jabs and but but he's got political fight club and you know the, the rule is you do talk about political fight club. Uh really yep. fun channel to watch. He's funny, he he roasts people, but he also's got uh some strong takes on he did, uh, when we first started talking to him he went on stream with franco talking about you know um like network how networks should be brought together and stuff like that and how they're not exploitative and all that stuff super good yep right 
you know, yep. that was, that was one of my, like the, the guy's been killing it, you know? Um, yeah. He, he also talks so, about, you know, what, what, who's been moving up and down. I like, he's doing these little kind of power rankings and he talks about yep. uh, who's moving up, who's killing it uh, uh, out there and, and who's really helping to, to change the narrative and to challenge, challenge what uh, the corporate narrative is and challenge the people that are out there. Um, trying to hold I popped the link tree in the chat for everyone if everyone wants to go there and excellent yeah if you the, go to uh, in, in, and stuff yeah you go to indienews.network is the website find all the links click and channels link. control click that link for me real quick right see if that actually that link actually works okay it works sure. for you why didn't it work for me weird i had to like go know. to the regular link tree to find it oh that's weird so yeah that's not uh, that's know. no bueno yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, you see, I, this is the up. Instagram friendly version in square yep. format. And again, all these channels are set up already. I haven't really, we, we haven't really been posting enough to it, but starting to, um, we were pretty active on yep. Twitter this weekend with, uh, with, with the general strike summit so far and plan to be tomorrow as well, but yep. really excited about this. So the 16 members again are Robert Durden. We've got Tara Reed. Everybody knows yep, who Tara is. I don't think she needs any introduction. She's fantastic, and she was she so so good. Our last friend, the night. dissident, you know, right, right. Watching Haas. Hi, how you doing? What's up, Asai? So the dissident put out put out a Substack this week that uh, that FHL put out that Tara retweeted and that Hassan quote tweeted, and all of a sudden we were off to the races. Okay, we got happy. Oh uh, uh, no, he's not unhappy. He's he's, mm, he's, he's a hug, big old hug. He's he's doing just fine. He's not even worried about us. It's all good, man. No. So Elias Cepeda, he's an M- former yep. MMA fighter, a writer, a trainer, a substacker. He worked for Sports Illustrated. He's worked for some other large uh, multi uh, multi multimedia conglomerates, but now he's independent. Savage Joy and um, so and he was on with, with doing good the stuff. FHL guys. I know he just did something with Left Reckoning as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we've got Todd, Todd from Be the Change. He's he's just started streaming after the March for Medicare for All. And I caught his first yep. stream. He started doing. Uh, he, he mentioned something about Assange, and our Discord bot picks up anyone that does any kind of an Assange stream. And I was like, oh, let me check this guy out. And, He's fiery, but he's got a lot of good knowledge, and he's got great takes, and he's reading a lot of the same articles that we feature in Indie Left News. Like, wow, this guy, this guy's really good. And I've seen him start to grow already, and people are, are really figuring out that he's he's got it. So uh, I'm so proud to have him, have him part of this and that, that he decided mm-hmm. to join us. So excited about that. Got Bess from Millennial Splaining. Again, she she's doing a podcast for the most part, but they are doing also some YouTube videos and clips as well of episodes. I've, I actually recorded an episode with her that I'm excited to to hear. We talked, gosh, it was already probably a month or six weeks ago. So we'll, we'll see how that, how that aged and, and what that <laughs> looks like afterwards. I think it was actually even before I had asked her to become part of this network. And this didn't, uh, where where is Reef from? Lucky Burrito's asking. Reef is from Florida. Reef is from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yep. So Reef is actually part of the network too. So you see his picture in there with with a little Reefer After Dark logo. So Reefer is definitely part of this. Um, and I skipped ahead, yep. but we got we got Lucy with Blue Moon Red Wine. If I did this, I'd be here for an hour. And I, I, I we do have articles to cover. Okay, Seb mm -hmm. Solomon, Gnomes for Truth. Everyone in the Discord community knows Seb's very well. Uh, she writes yep. fantastic Medium articles under under Gnomes for Truth. It used to be under a different name, um, but but she she renamed it. Love love her stuff. She's been doing great work into crypto and deep diving into exactly what the benefits or the, the drawbacks of crypto are, and where the where the dangers and pitfalls are, and how it is really just another version of a digital central currency, not as decentralized as it's being sold, but. Follow her work for sure. Gnomes for Truth, Medium. She's also going to be co-publishing to the Indie Left uh, and to the Indie News Network Substack. Uh, we've got yep. Colin Radix Carter, who's probably in the chat right now or was before. Kamalo Maquano. I've said it like a hundred times, and I still get tongue-tied with it. Uh, focused on on East Africa issues, and and but he's also going to be doing some other streams. Uh, he's talking to some other folks uh, locally about teacher issues, education issues, about e economic yep. issues, general strike issues. Uh, uh, Colin himself is a uh, preschool, pre-K teacher, I believe. So uh, he brings a really interesting perspective. And and I, lo I love his, his stuff. Colin and I have known each other for a year and a half. We met through the Discord community, and we both started our shows pretty recently. And he fits perfectly with, with what we're trying to do here. And... and and who we're trying to reach. So, so we're so, so glad to have him part of this and wel welcome to yep. the, the, uh, the family. And this is what we're building as a family. And then we've got to Tommy and to Tommy's so spiritual and, uh, to Tommy's diary. She's been on YouTube a little longer than, than some, uh, she's got almost 2000 people following her and she does crafts. She, she makes art and she gives her, her taste. She only really started paying attention to politics a year, year and a half ago. I think she said, or, not not that long ago, but she figures out a way to tie it into stories, and I, I just I love I love her videos. Um, I think I, I can't hear you for a second, Reef. I don't know if you muted. There I got you. Go. you. You're good. Yep. So then we've got Noli D. Noli D. Uh, everybody seems to know Noli D to the point where she started a channel on YouTube, and she's bigger than all of us. She's incredible. We love her. Uh, she also supports tons of people on the back end. She works with the Police Accountability Report. She works with the, the Real News Network, and she's she's a connector. She's just one of those people who are special on the back end. And uh, but she also has a YouTube channel, and she puts out videos about about uh, police videos and holding police accountable. And we love her channel as well. So she's certainly welcome, and so glad she also decided that that she wanted to join. I think everybody knows Daryl from Black and the Empire on Twitter. So. When when I heard that he he was going to be starting a channel and starting to do some videos, when I saw him on the Fred Hampton leftist stream, I said, "Oh my goodness, well we there's got to be a spot for Daryl here in in INN." Uh, so if it by all means, and one of the things that Daryl said in in our first call was that you know some of the tech he he doesn't really know that well, and that was preventing him from maybe wanting to to do streams and live going live. And we we're like, well. That's kind of what the network is going to do is you're going to be able to have the resources to get the skills or have the help to be able to do what you need to go live. There's we're going to have producers and we're going to have 
graphic editors and we're going to have audio editors so that, uh, you know, we'll be able to back each other up and, and we'll be able to pull our resources. Uh, of course, you've got independent left news and leftist.today. Of course, I've co and how did we miss that? We'll be a part of the network and we are co-streaming right now to any news network, uh, YouTube and to all four of the properties. We did not do a an Odyssey one yet. I don't think we can go live yet from Odyssey. And then yep. we've got Uncle Warren with Extra Bulla. Extra yep. Booyah! Extra Booyah! Warren, War, War Deer Entertainment. Uh, we, we love his stuff. He's just comic relief so far. Extra Booyah. He, he's a place to hang out and cut loose. Uh, Reef was on the show la th this past week. He's also interviewed Misty, and he's had Fiorella on. He's gonna have Rick Overton on soon. I know he had a he had a he did he was with Franco this week, and and everybody can just kind of relax and shoot shit and talk a little bit of a little bit of stories and a little bit about their background and how they arrived at where they got to and things that you don't necessarily hear about when you're watching their channel. So. That's a lot of fun. Then you've got a couple, a couple of other writers. The Dissident, uh, he writes uh, the Substack called The Dissident, the 307.substack.com. By all means, check that out. He's also co-publishing to the uh, to the INN Substack. And then to, just today, Kobe from the Pro, Pro Peace Report did an environmental panel at the uh, at the U.S. at the Fred Hampton General Strike Summit. See. Words. I just, got, I just got tripped up. Words. Words. And and he also co and he also published and did an article and a video on his channel, his Substack, and to the Indie News Network stuff. So yeah. Wow, that was a mouthful. I said a lot, but yeah, we're really excited about all of this. This is a new thing, but um, this is going to grow. We are planning on filing as a nonprofit organization. We are not looking to make bank from this for anyone what we are looking to do is benefit the rest of the community from this and to donate proceeds or to donate them to the individual channels and support all of these channels to help them be able to get the tech that they need and be able to get all the things that, that they need but again as a charitable org we could potentially uh, take take some donations and 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 apply for grants and and that's something that Noli has talked about having experience with. So I I'm excited for all of this. Um and and I'm ready to take to take on all the added responsibility, whatever it is. And hopefully it's not gonna be very much for for very many of us. I mean we we've got the creative pretty much built. We've got the channel set up. Somebody needs to maintain that. We'll work on finding some channel managers and uh, all yep. of us work collaboratively. Musicians and stuff like that would also be nice. Web devs, like we've got a list, but and we'll know. all work collaboratively together. We all have have a, a network of resources who who can work together to try to build this thing. And as we take in money, not for profit doesn't mean not for money. We will be able to to pay people and and not just do That's everything on a volunteer basis yep. uh, at some point. So. Not, not yet. This is all volunteer right now. We're all just, just pooling our, our resources for ju just dedicating and donating our time to it um, because it's really, yep. we all see it as, as a value add and, and that, that could be important uh, for all of us and to help us all grow, help us all get, get the right messaging out, 
and help us overcome the algorithm and the corporate machine that's trying to hold all this independent messaging down. And maybe by amplifying each other's messaging and having our audiences overlap and, and, and work together, we can overcome some of that. So again, did you, did you see my, did you see my microphone shirt for, for INN? Oh, this one. Snap. Look at that, man. That's sweet. <laughs> this is an old one I've had forever, but wow, know, it works. So, but <clears throat> I just thought it was funny. I didn't even notice it till just now. I was like, oh, I'm wearing the INN microphone. Oh my goodness. Look yeah. at that. So, uh, so, this is the website. It's, it's indienews.network, I-N-D-I-E news.network, uh, or link linktree linktr.ee dot slash indie news network and this is the links to all of the the channels that are set up we did set up a patreon that again still trying to figure out exactly what the donations are going to do right now i don't even think that we're hooked up to a bank account or paypal or anything anything we can just hook it up to indie left and we'll I'll, I'll, i will get it over to whatever we set up so, wow, I'm exhausted from that. Let me take a drink. Um, <laughs> drink your waters. Seriously. So, um, believe it or not, I'm actually drinking coffee. So, Coffee? No, you don't do coffee stuff. By the way, I got, I got new streamer shelves. I need stuff to put in it. <laughs> like Black Roses from Bess. That would be nice. You know? That'd be like cool. Red Beret, maybe. Like anything. I'll, I'll put whatever. You know, so he's, he, he's asking for merch, people. He's asking <laughs> for merch. <laughs> Bat signal. I'll take whatever. Okay. You know. So, first story is from one of my favorite writers, or actually now it's the second story, but first non indie news network story was from about a week ago. Sam Pizzagatti, inequality.org. Outstanding publication. And it gets picked up You're, through Nation of Change. Can you, like, Scroll oh, that browser whoa. over hey, a little bit. It's yeah, not look, quite right. What what's what's going on? Why why is it covered? Oh, I know why. I know why. Yes, I know why. Yes, there you go. Oh, two, oh, yeah, there you go. That's it right there. I got it, dude. I got it. Love you. Okay, thank you. All right. So, thank can you. we automate can inequality we... out of of automation? That's an interesting question. What explains the sinking incomes of so many workers today? Automation. Now, it's kind of funny because automation is half of what makes Indy Left go. But at the same time, that's not what we're really talking about here. Our rich are raking in more fabul fabulously more than ever before. And at the same time, millions of working people are taking in significantly less. But why? What explains the sinking incomes of so many American workers today? Globalization plays a role. Sort of the fading value of a minimum wage, ever smaller share of workers with collect collectively bargained contracts, which is something I'm looking forward to talking about tomorrow night. Yeah. But another factor, says MIT economist Theron, I'm not even going to, Asimogulu, I guess. Um, Maybe the I most potent driver, for this. which is automation. Go so, uh, Stephen Hawking, one of his last Reddit posts on an, on an AMA was... Um, I'm trying to find it. Where is it at? I have it somewhere. Um, but it was essentially that like these these automated things are making someone profit. 
right? Um, intelligent future AI will probably develop a try to survive and acquire more resources, a step toward accomplishing whatever goal it has, because surviving and having more resources increases chances of accomplishing the other goal. Uh, let's see if I can find the actual AMA. But yeah, he said that um, that essentially it was like we, we need to share that wealth, right? Um, hmm. sure. I'll look for the exact quote while you continue, but um, sure. Well, basically, uh, the, the, this MIT economist is saying that we do have a choice, and okay, that driving automation right now is coming from the U.S. and China. Of course, we know. And again, two out of three dollars spent on AI are at the core of modern automation. Yeah, it's not good. They're creating jobs but not automating them. Okay, that's that's how they they operate. Oh, create not on creating jobs but automating them. Right, as an easy way of reducing labor costs. Of course it is. So big tech big tech automates away even if the tech they introduce makes little contribution to significantly raising productivity. Okay. Uh, I, I, sure. Ah, 40. What happened? I moved something oh, on. I got a whole desktop. Yeah, I know. Uh, the special guest. Meow. 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 Hi. Kitty. Let's see. Come see, weirdo. <laughs> That's not Jordy. the cat's name. Jordi Aki. So, Don't this generates a powerful motive for excessive automation, right? So, that we're basically subsidizing through the tax code, right? Software and equipment get taxed close to zero. The technological pro progress doesn't have to play out this way. Indeed, techno technological process didn't play out this way back in the middle of the 20th century. Government-funded research drove it, and the government set the research agenda. Is he calling for the government to... No. No. Yes. Yes. No. Wait. Today, by contrast, the federal government has essentially handed oversight over to technological research to corporate America. Well... They haven't just handed over oversight. They've handed over the entire country to corporate America. That's part of the problem here. Yeah. So in highly unionized Germany, the House Economic Disparities Panel Overview for Tuesday's hearing points out, industrial robots have turned out to be far more prevalent than in the rest of Europe and the United States. Employers and unions work together to introduce these robots, but thanks to their joint planning, they has not resulted in overall lo loss of jobs. But they've remained in their original workplace, even if they're performing new tasks. Again, Sweden, there are answers to automating away from jobs, but automating to support jobs, and then shifting those people into different jobs but not eliminating jobs for people who want to work and have the skills and need to work. Yeah. The truth is, yeah. 
So yep. Sam, Sam usually is, is spot on, and I love that he's bringing in the international aspect here as to how automation can be used for good. And this is this is what we do here. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to use automation for good on a daily basis with, with Andy Me Left. And Colin and, we're talking about a bit of this today in, in some respects, right? That, mm -hmm. you know... You know, it's it's that whole the uh, replicator paradox of Star Trek, right? You can't get to the Star Trek economy without something giving you that immediate resource. Like when when resources aren't resource management isn't an issue, right? So in Star Trek, they have the replicator; you can just print gold, right? Yeah. You know, versus versus here, like you know, we technically will could have to use autom automation. Robots will go mine you the gold and then bring it to you. Right. As long as you, you know, like make sure that that wealth is shared among people that, you know, there shouldn't be a problem, you know? Yeah. So, yep. Yep. you know, yep. it allows people who would be working menial labor to focus something more on arts and science and all that stuff. And, you know, but right now it's just they're making all the, you know, like fat cats money. Pretty so, much. So, next story, this is, this is the opposite, okay? Now, part of this, and the, this whole section, uh, I call this technology. <laughs> because Te Technology. No, no, no. If you're an ology, <laughs> I, I, see, you're a, little, you're a little younger than me, but the Ali G show, it, he did a whole yes, thing on te technology. 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 And that's pretty much what this this whole segment is. So here is a figuring out how to deploy a massive network of fake local news websites to weaponize CRT. Now this is indie left mm. bad. This is like you know you remember the episode of uh, of Mike uh, of Knight Rider with the evil Michael Knight and the evil Kit. This is the evil yes. the evil indie left right here. This is the evil. Yeah. Th this is the opposite of what what we do here. Now, check this out. On Tuesday night, Glenn Youngkin, and by the way, Judd Lagoon, Tesnim, Rebecca, popular information, freaking outstanding. One of my all-time faves. They're, they they win awards for accountability journalism. They're on the up and up. So Tuesday night, he gets elected the, the governor of Virginia at 9.15. Garrett Lansing, the president of Win Red, which is their main online fundraising group. That's like basically Act Blue for Republicans. Yeah. He says, okay, here's the story that started it all. All hail, Ian D. Pryor. Let's let let's effing go, Governor Glenn Youngkin, right? And that's coming all hail from doesn't sound great. Yeah, that's that, that, that's probably that that that's probably not, yeah. So what is West Nova News? What West Nova what the what is that West Nova News? And what does it have to do with Ian Pryor, the former spokesperson for Jeff Sessions? This is where things get interesting. This is a freaking crazy story. Everybody needs to check this one out. West Nova appears to be a local standard news website, right? It's not. Rather, it's part of a massive network of websites linked to conservative businessman Brian Timpone. We'll find out who he is later. There are more than 1,300 sites currently in the network, including at least 28 that operate in Virginia alone. The sites in Virginia look identical and feature much of the same content. 
Much of the article, most of the articles don't have a byline and are automatically generated. They're clickbaity crap. Look at this. Yeah. All right. Uh, go back here. Tim Pone has a long history of leveraging low-cost automated story generation. A previous company run by him, Journatic, attracted national attention and outrage for faking bylines and quotes for plagiarism. Right? Journatic was yep. rebranded Locality Labs and is now part of the media metri uh, the Metric Media Network, which operates the 1,300-plus local news sites. Metric Media boasts that it produces over 5 million news articles every month. And it's claimed to be the largest producer of local news in the United States. Oof, this is like Sinclair broadcasting on crack, guys. Crack. Yeah. All right. West Nova News and the other sites in the, journal in the network have little advertising and no subscription fees. The Columbia Journalism Re Review linked funding for sites in the network to the dark money ATM of the conservative movement and a Catholic political advocacy group that launched a $9.7 million campaign in swing states against Joe Biden. Which, the only people with that kind of money to launch a campaign against Joe Biden are going to be hardcore right-wingers. Because, yep. right right because moderate right-wingers moderate right wingers love him. I mean, he got 100 billionaires to donate to him. So they must yep. be... They Usually it's fundamental Christians, and it's usually because they're going to oppose any Democrat... On. Now, Senator Roy Brunt sounds like a good guy, you know? Yeah, because his last name's Blunt, not a good guy. Blunt. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but donations aren't the only way Media Metric Network funds it, and this is where Ian Pryor enters the story. An investigation last year by the New York Times found that Media Metric, uh, metric media sites operate a pay-to-play system. In 2020, a freelance journalist was paid $22 to write an article calling out Sarah Gideon, a Democrat running for a hotly contested U.S. seat in Maine, as a hypocrite. After the story was published in the Maine Business Daily, which is part of their network, the freelancer received an email saying the client who ordered the article had requested she add, quote-unquote, more detail. Well, what does that mean? The client was Ian Pryor, who also ordered articles promoting Lindsey Graham and Roy Blunt. Pryor, a longtime Republican operative, previously worked for the Senatorship Leadership, the Senate Leadership Fund, a Republican PAC which spent millions on ads to defeat Gideon. Well, of course they do. Okay, in this way, Pryor and other clients use the network to launder partisan attacks as news. It's really funny because Jimmy Dore was just talking about how nobody reads the whole article. Nobody goes through the goddamn article. Guess what? This one yeah, we have to go through. Does. Because yeah. this one's super important. Okay, quotes from sites. The media metric network can then be used to source and it can be used in political mailers. This is where it gets really weird, right? Quotes from sites in the media metric in the metric media network can then be used in political mailers or in television ads with the authority of a neutral source. In some cases, the publications themselves are delivered unsolicited to doorsteps. The clients pay metric media to thousands to produce news that meets their specifications. They're propagandists, okay? Pryor is not listed as the author of the story in the, West, in the West Nova News. The byline is listed as staff reports, nor is he quoted in the article himself. Lansing, however, links Pryor to the article he claims started it all. 
why? That's kind of weird. So, no, not really, because he paid for it. The piece that he referenced, that Lansing references, published in September 2020, is one of the first to claim that critical race theory is infiltrating Virginia schools. It claims that Loudoun Public Schools has spent almost a half a million dollars in taxpayer funds training staff on critical race theory. This is false. The money was allocated to create an equity plan and provide related services to help implement the plan. The initiative was created in response to a Loudoun County school that played an underground railroad game in which an African-American child in the class was designated a slave for the activity. Oh, God. That's, that's why the money was being spent in the first place. Critical race. Yeah. Teaching people to not treat their fellow students as slaves. Yeah. And then they... Yeah. Okay? Neither the contract for the plan nor the plan itself mentions critical race theory. It does talk about strategies to ensure student growth and success for every child. <laughs> okay? This includes the recruitment and retention of a high-performing, diverse workforce, which the West Nova de News Story describes as hiring fewer white teachers. Okay? A few weeks later, in October, an article written by Pryor that cited all the same underlying documents, accompanied by an even harsher political rhetoric, was published in The Federalist, a far-right website. So this is what they did at a presidential level for, to start a rock, right? Like, they yeah. planted a story with The New York Times, and they went out and said, well, look, The New York Times is saying it. Look, it must be true. Where'd they get it from? And yeah. I mean, th this is essentially what's happening here. They're paying for a story, then the then the yep. publication comes out, and then they use it in something else. Going, well, look, this look what this publication said. It's gross. Yep. Standard like media terribleness. Right. So, according to Vice, these documents were obtained by Pryor through a FOIA Act request. Pryor lives in Loudoun. He lives in Loudoun County. So when he's asked to provide an example, so as to how critical race theories reflected in Loudoun County instruction. He said his second grade taught was, was taught about Christopher Columbus's genocidal history. He got his fifis hurt. Yep. This year, Pryor founded Fight for Schools, a group pushing parents to fight critical race theory and other organize and organizing recalls of school board members that oppose its agenda. Prior to the Fight for Schools are also a member of the American Schools Coalition, which operates the CRT Central website. Again, more of a tangled web. But this gets even weirder. This is a longer article, and I, I need to get through it because this is this gets even crazier because people are ending up uh, – you'll, you'll see. Popular information investigation reveals that in 2021, Metric Media published thousands of articles promoting the notion that critical race theory is taught in Virginia schools. Many, but not all of these articles are automated. Nationwide, tens of thousands of articles about critical race theories have been published across the Metric Media network. That number is growing every day. The, number is, the network is positioned to be a powerful tool in injecting CRT into the 2022 campaign under the guise of quote-unquote local news. This is also part of why they're trying to infiltrate school boards. Right? So here, this this gets a little deeper that 
The analysis found that between January and November of this year, the 28 local news sites, quote unquote, in Virginia published over 4,500 articles about CRT in school. Many of these are automated that reference an obscure online pledge to teach CRT from the Zen Education Project, which is only like one of the most brilliant freaking things that in the 20, 20th and 21st century that actually calls out imperialism. I mean, it sure. it should be taught in school. So, um, yeah. So here's what some of them look like. And they are right-wing reactionary, and they're designed to engender a response that gets people upset. What are they teaching our kids? Pledging number of teachers stagnates at one. So they're making it sound like the school is trying to implement this and the teachers are resisting it. And that's just not what's happening. Again, this was all in response to the fact that one of the schools held a slave auction for one of its African-American students. It's the grossest of the gross. And then they're using this as a vehicle to attack CRT. There does not appear to be any verification that the signers of the pledge are actually teachers. None of them are teachers. The nor does the pledge even mention critical race theory. Rather, rather, it opposes legislative measures the group believes prohibit teachers from teaching the truth about this country. Which is what exactly? These bills are often described as efforts to ban critical race theory, but prohibit instruction of a broad array of topics. Mm. Other articles don't appear to be automatically generated and include bylines. At the end of October, Old Dominion News, a metric media site based in Virginia, posted an article that highlighted Ian Pryor and the work of the fight for schools. This article is featured on the homepage of the CRT Central website. So again, they're, he's paying for legitimacy out of this network of media sites and then referencing that media site as a credible source, never disclosing the fact that he's the one, of course, that paid for that. Yep. Right. The article discussed his involvement in the ongoing conflict. Right here. Okay. That, that, that he's a parent. <clears throat> But according, but uh, again, it addressed his prior initiative to scrub the Loudoun School Board of members who joined parents and teachers in a Facebook group called Anti-Racist Parents of Loudoun County. So basically, it's a trap <coughs> designed to do exactly the opposite of what it says, which is quite often, unfortunately, what Republicans seem to do very well in their messaging, is they figure yeah. out how to manipulate and, and weaponize Racism, for example, and, and call anti-racism, but though it's a racist behavior on its own, because you're trying to whitewash what we did in this country, because it hurts their fifis. It's inconvenient, especially especially the residents of Virginia. Sorry, Virginia, but it's just true. Yep. So, according to Pryor, the school board members who were part of the Facebook group should be removed from the school board for being part of a private, viewpoint-restricted Facebook group and trying to silence and intimidate those in the community that object to politicizing their school, our schools. I'm actually a member of a of a of a parent of an inclusive parents group in, in my local town as well on Facebook, and I I would hope that all of my school board members would want to be a part of that. 
Now, I don't think that they are, and my town is actually undergoing a big fight under the school boards, and that's happening nationwide, and it's not um, an accident, and it's being done at a coordinated effort, and Judd and Popular Information have been reporting on that as well. This is an offshoot of how they use a private media vehicle to manipulate and start to propagandize and get a message out there effectively, unfortunately. It's dirty, it's gross, but it also works. Okay, so yeah. So he also has a, an organization called Convention of States. Yeah, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound too fishy. Um, it what wasn't that like what they called the Confederacy? Very similar. Yeah, I seem to think that that is exactly what they called it. So, volunteers for the Convention of States, a grassroots organization, is no exception. Beginning it this summer, it joined in criticizing board policies that it says discusses Marxism and CRT. So, again, oh, Marxism no, thrown Marx. in. Heaven forbid you actually get educated to an actual writer. So here's what's really weird. Okay. So we've, we've really been talking about Virginia so far. So Convention of COS is a, is a client of SMG, a political consulting firm. Bradley Cameron is the CEO of SMG and the general manager of Metric Media. So this guy is consulting with... SMG with with Convention of States, okay, which is this guy prior, okay, yeah. but he's also the general manager of Metric Media. Hey man, let me teach you, and then I'm going to use my media arm to actually promote your your smears. This I is feel like you need one of those crazy like pin walls with the red string over everything, and you don't even need that because this is know. just a dot. This is just a straight line. Because so here straight here's. Line. Check this out. So, fake local news sites push this. Okay, so this is like an Instagram post that he put up. And look at the states that they're targeting. Yeah. Swing states. Florida. Yep. They're targeting swing states specifically. They're And they're doing this only in those places to propagandize people in those markets. And they're going to be flooded with content. And that's what he's going to talk about. In Texas. At least 39 local news sites affiliated with Metric Media published almost 12,000 articles containing the phrase critical race theory this year. Okay? As is the case with Virginia, a vast majority of these articles reference the online pledge to not teach critical race theory. Right? The online pledge that we don't even know who signed it. <coughs> There's also several other stories that focus on initiatives by Convention of States. Hmm. Houston Daily. Wow, they sound very official. They sound very, very uh, mainstreamy. An outlet in the network published a piece on October 29th titled Convention of States Survey Helps Constituents Decide for Themselves in Upcoming School Board Elections, COS President says. Complete propaganda paid for by the propagandists, and then sold by another propagandist. Again, this gets into Tea Party Patriots, former interim CEO of Parler. Yeah, Mark Meckler gets involved. He's also, he's the convention of state, he's the COS president. So now you're getting the red line. <laughs> now we're starting to get to, to your Charlie red line strut, right? <laughs> 
Yep. So here's another me metric media outlet. The Granite State Times up in New Hampshire published a story titled, the headline, New Hampshire Legislator, Classic Marxist Trick at the Root of Critical Race Theory. Mm. So again, they're trying to scare people because people have been propagandized their whole lives against even knowing what Marxism is or what socialism is or opening their minds to the fact that they live in a socialist society already. Um, yeah, pretty wild. So the Granite State yep. Times published that story, right? Classic Marxist trick at the root of critical race theory is a Marxist doctrine that separates society into oppressors and oppressed. Um, mm. mm -hmm. He noted that the bill was modeled after Trump's executive order on banning diversity training. So let's follow the Trump model. That's a good idea. Sure. Great idea. 2,100 articles in New Hampshire across six metric media sites. So not as much of a of a spread because they're not going to get you're, you're in the northeast you're new england state um, but as they move south you can see between virginia and texas and florida they're they're spending a ton of money in ohio popular info found there were 6200 articles so it's literally going state by state so good crazy oh oh man uh wait they, i don't know that's, that's just a it's a separator, oh, I guess. Broken leg. I thought there was another part of this that, um, and maybe I'm, I'm linking this to another thing where, uh, oh, you know what it is? Oh, it's a creepy article I was reading about. Yeah, it's not this. Next door. Hmm. Uh, and I am I going to uh, actually get to that later. That, that's one that's, of the stories that we're going to talk about next. That's but. for like. Karen's yell at all their neighbors about having like, you know, pay match, but it, out in public. But it's gonna get worse than that because Nextdoor is using. Uh, uh, all right, I guess I'll jump to that one next. Nextdoor is using Karen, Nextdoor Karen, to actually mm. sell their fucking network, and nobody. God. Wait, it, it, it's so it's so crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This, this this one's actually kind of funny, but gross at the same time, and it's really creepy. So, Daily Dude, okay. News sites are renting your inbox to spammy political groups. No. All right. No, that would never happen. Is, it, is this the one? It's This is Donald from Sludge. Uh, Donald Shaw and Sludge. Actually, Robbie Yeager turned me on to, to, to Sludge and, and to Donald Shaw. Excellent publication. They write on corruption and on dirty tactics all over the place. Um, love their stuff. Before we get into that, uh, we've got we have been ignoring chat. I'm so sorry, Lucky Burrito. You're awesome. Thank you for hanging out, Darlene. Yes, we did get started late. We had some technical difficulties. Let's just say, yeah, and refixed it. Refixed everything. So <clears throat> we're here and we're good. And I turned it on and back off again. That's what I did. Now, Twitch is saying so, that it's unstable, but it doesn't look unstable to me. It looks quite stable. Um, fine. Twitch, you're unstable, Twitch. Yeah, you're unstable, Bezos. Get out of here. Yeah. So, we are live on Twitch, Odyssey. Bezos. So, what? Where are you going? News sites, renting out your inbox. All right. So, I'm not going to. So, so, first of all, you see anyway. you see these things. Now, this, this is not the one that I'm talking about, but there was a creepy article about next door. Getting Karens to 
sign up. When you sign up for Nextdoor, you're you have to check a box, and it's already checked. You have to uncheck it. That says that they could send out a mailer on your behalf, telling your neighbors that you signed up for Nextdoor, and they should too. And people are getting like postcards. People are like, somebody knocked, my neighbor knocked on my door and was like, you told, you sent me this card and told me to sign up for that. And they're like, no, I didn't do that. No. And they turned out, they went to the terms of service and next door is doing it without their actual knowledge because they signed up in their, in, when they signed up that they agreed that next door could promote the site using that acknowledgement and, and say, Hey, they're a member. And yeah. now this is a little bit different. Okay, news sites are renting your inbox to spammy political groups. So, Fluent LLC and Preferred Communications get paid millions to rent lists to political campaigns and PACs. But another way is that you may have subscribed to a news outlet's newsletter, and then that news company turned around and rented your personal info to a campaign or political party. Right? FEC records reveal that political news companies, including Mother Jones, the Daily Caller, that's your friend Tucker Carlson, not our, our friend. Yeah, right. Yeah. Breitbart, yep. The Nation, and The Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, are being paid yep. hundreds of thousands of dollars each year by campaigns and other political groups to access their email lists. This is wow. And Mother now, Jones thankfully, is in on okay. Mother Jones is in on this, yes. On the Democratic side of things. Mother Jones has been paid more than $218,000 in the last four years by liberal political groups for list rental, including End Citizens United, National Democratic Training Committee, and Democratic Strategy Institute. All of the mm. groups that rent Mother Jones's list employ Mothership Strategies, a firm founded by former Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee employees that has often been criticized for its misleading and abusive email tactics. Mother Jones affiliate and abusive. Well, because they when you unsubscribe from them, they don't actually unsubscribe you. They keep sending it to you. The yeah. Nation Company has collected more than two hundred thirty-two thousand dollars from list rental companies to political campaigns since twenty seventeen. Its list rental customers are, are the same three groups. Okay, similar to Mother Jones. They receive emails from the company's political customers that seek to get readers to offer up their contact info. Hmm. Okay, again, Ben Shapiro's website, making the most money by renting lists to political groups. That guy, man, he's got the Facebook algorithm gamed. He's selling his list. He's renting lists because he's, that's what he does. He's just yep. selling. He is Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, that's why he's buddies with him. Yep. Getting people to voluntarily give their information and then selling it and profiting from it. Gross. All right. NRCC, a $5,000 rental fee that was paid by Huckabee's PAC, 18000 paid that Dan Crenshaw's campaign paid earlier this year. Just the, the best of the best. NRCC have paid the Tucker Carlson-founded Daily Caller $222,000 since January 2017. That's $50,000 a year. That's, uh, that, that's four grand a month for access to their list. It's not setting the world on fire, but it's, do you know that when you sign up for Mother Jones, that they're going to be selling your name and your information to a Democratic campaign? Yeah. Probably don't want that. 
Um, so that's that, that's republished in the Brick House. Um, the Brick House is kind of a mainstreamy, I believe, publication, but they pick up uncorrupted articles. I'm a big fan of Sludge itself, so by all means, uh, support Sludge and Donald Shaw. That's Take care of those guys. Support Sludge. Sludge, you have. We like Sludge. sludge. Support Sludge. <laughs> Okay, diddly dude, and let, let, let's. Hey, what's up, dude? Diddly dude. Diddly dude, and. Uh, okay, we got a close popular info. Let me tell you, man, it definitely runs a lot faster on this thing. I know, right? Wow. It's a big difference. You're not like, oh, three hours. I'm not waiting for everything thing. to close. Okay. So, like, now I'm actually might, just setting up the thing. Are you what? Well, we're waiting to grab this YouTube link again. And, uh, All right. The next one, our friend Max Blumenthal. Oh, wait. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, before we get to Max Blumenthal, Indie News Network member, The Dissident. And this is not the piece that went crazy with Hassan. This is a piece that, ha that he wrote earlier in the week about how social media is being used as a tool of empire. Okay, gotcha. and he's talking about Nicaragua with Ortega. Okay, and even and as the election became clear that Biden said he'll use all economic and diplomatic tools at his disposal to hold accountable the Ortega government. Okay, and in, in case you don't speak State Department, I will translate. The U.S. is going to starve the Nicaraguan people through sanctions because they elected a government that did not bow down to their global dictatorship. Dude, this guy, this guy, this is why I'm so happy to have this guy part of this part of our family. Um, he he drops bombs. All right, yep. so much that needs to be said about the imperialist assault on Nicaragua, but this piece I'll focus on one specific aspect: social media censorship, and tie it in with a larger issue of social media being used as a tool of imperialism. All right, he's talking about Ben Ben Norton, who I think we covered. Did we cover yep. this last week about about the the Nicaraguans? Maybe I don't know, but uh, thirteen hundred. Shout out to Convo. You know, oh, yeah. over there is doing good work over in Nicaragua. Love them. I think they're back now, but so, yep they they observed the elections as did Caleb Maupin, yep. Maupin. Uh, our our friends over at Casa Tune News. Uh, uh, Camilla uh, Escalante was there. I saw with, yeah. with Fiorella and Pasta, Johnny, Caleb Maupin, and others to observe internationally. From, from an uncorrupted perspective. So Ben Norton but did report that Facebook and Instagram had banned 1,300 accounts. Oh, Jimmy Dore covered this story, okay? Yeah. Uh, we're, okay, oh, look. Camilla Escalante reported that a Canadian physician named Timothy Bood, who was observing the Nicaraguan election, was banned from Facebook for three days from posting something critical of U.S. involvement in Nicaragua. Okay? I reported uh, on Twitter that Camilla, who was involved in doing on-the-ground reporting for Casa Shun News, had her account flagged on Twitter for potentially sensitive content. As, Twitter as is acting as an arm of empire. Okay, see, one of the things that I love about the dissident is that he knows who the best of the best are. Camilla, he mm -hmm. talked about Alan McLeod. 
found that Ben Nemo and Luis Fernando Alonso, the two people behind the report that claimed the banned accounts were bots, had ties to military intelligence. Hmm. Mm. dink. Coinky dink. All right. See, Darlene doesn't watch Jimmy Dore, and some some people don't. So if you didn't watch Jimmy Dore, you probably did not learn about this. But Ben Nimmo, okay, working as a NATO, NATO press officer and working for a UK-funded imperialist propaganda operation called Statecraft. And he's also senior fellow at the pro-war think tank, the Atlantic Council. Right, and he gets into the Atlantic. Ah, this guy's so good. Right? Uh, you got to follow him on Twitter. Um, leftists uh, underscore it's leftist underscore news 12. Uh, copy your link and you can put it in research yeah. chat. Yeah, let me let me let me drop that in for him. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even put the uh, look at that link to the YouTube stream. I never tweeted it out. Come on. No, in. no I never tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. Okay. Uh, now let's find the dissidents' new uh, uh, Twitter while I'll, while everybody reads the leftist news. It's leftist underscore news twelve, comma, copy, paste. Get that in there. There you go. Everybody, check that out and go give them a follow. Uh oh, Facebook's not turned on. In the chat, at least. I wonder if we're not streaming the mm -hmm. Facebook for some reason. <clears throat> anyway. In 2018, Facebook partnered with the Atlantic Council to counter emerging threats and disinformation campaigns. So basically, this guy has been on the forefront of Facebook censorship for years. A look yeah. at the Atlantic Council's funding finds that they're funded by big corporations, multi-billion dollar multinationals. But also... NATO, the U.S. State Department, and the UAE, to name a few. Truly absurd to think that a think tank funded by banks, oil companies, arms manufacturers, NATO governments, and Gulf dictatorships is supposed to be an objective source on foreign policy. Yep. And after this partnership, Facebook censored left-wing Venezuela media, such as Telesur and, and Venezuela Analysis, when the Trump administration was backing a coup and placing brutal sanctions on the country. Nicaragua censorship is a very much a repeat of this. Guys, you elected Blue Trump. You elected Blue Trump. You elected Blue Trump in so many ways. That was Nick today on the General Strike Summit, and it was so yep. powerful. <laughs> Love those guys. All of them. Shout out to Fred Hampton Leftist. Man, what they've been pulling off this weekend has just been remarkable. Good for them. <clears throat> so, so happy... Again, for example, Twitter labels RT, Sputnik, CGTN, and Press TV as state-affiliated media, but not BBC, NPR, Voice of America. Another great example is, is Twitter flagging or banning content because of evidence-free State Department claim it was quote-unquote Russian disinformation. It is evidence-free. The dissonance so good, man. Everybody give him a follow. Yeah. And go sign up for his substack. It's free. The 307.substack.com, which you will also be able to find, by the way, by signing up at IndieNewsNetwork.substack.com. Substack. So yep. As well as all of our other lovely writers. Absolutely. So Tara's going to co-publish there. Kobe co-published today. 
we also are going to publish out some original ones. Like I've been publishing some articles about meeting uh, a little bit more about each of the individual members of the network with all the links to their properties and channels so you can find them everywhere. I've, I've put one out on, on Lucy so far uh, and, and on Robert Durden and uh, on, on Be the Change. Uh, Lucy is Blue Moon Red Wine. So we've got to get one done for yeah. Reef and for, for Colin and everybody else and working on those. But uh, we'll, we'll get those out to everybody. But here, here's a Mate tweet where Twitter adds a warning that these materials may have been attained through hacking. So that's another site. Double standard, because as a journalist, Aaron Mate pointed out stories using leaks from Iran and China that were most likely hacked, but didn't get that same treatment. But because mm, it, because it questions Bellingcat, um, Aramate. Uh, oh, Aramate. Uh, they said Aramate yelled at me. Yelled at um, me. No, not not Aramate. Oh, Aramate. Um, uh, some of the, some of the other great dissident articles: the death of the left in America, breaking points versus pro-war propaganda funded by the military-industrial. That's also a really important article. You should totally read about how Sagar and Marshall are really pushing pro-industrial, military-industrial complex. This is the article that got everything going, but it happened on Twitter. Yep. Haas being, you know, like, terrible again. He hates anyone doing anything. Oh, it wasn't even... No, Tara retweeted this, and he decided to subtweet no, Tara. Like, with, yeah, but he was already tweeting about the summit anyway, already. Like, so, well, um, look at that. We've already had four articles published since this, which which did go nice. crazy viral. Um, nice. The professional left attacks activists again. This was featured actually on Fred Hampton leftists on their. Um, Fred Hampton left Monday roundtable, I believe, this week, or the roundtable yeah. prior to the summit. Yeah. Okay. And Eoin Higgins. Eoin. Yeah. Old Eoin. Oh, Owen Higgins, whatever the, he wants to call He's himself. He's spelling it wrong. And Owen Higgins is a has a massive issue with Jimmy, Nico, and Fiorello, but has no issue with writing articles for pro-war and pro-capitalist mainstream media outlets. Like Business yep. Insider and the Atlantic. Business Insider owned by uh, Oxel, whatever his name is, also not a cool guy, you know. Calls him, okay, many people in journalism who want to be part of the mainstream media club. But then, this is punching down. Perfect example of who Hedges is talking about. Hassan has a net worth of $3 million. I don't know if he really does. That's some stupid website that'll nail buzz. I don't know if I really am would call them a source. But other stuff talked about how just from Amazon alone, from Twitch, he's getting 200 grand a month from the leak. We know this from a couple months ago. All right. And he talks about what what he does. And then, okay, the, you, the word grifter gets thrown around a lot these days. But people like Higgins and Piker are truly grifters. Again, strong take. They attack yep. those who actually threaten power to advance their own careers. Higgins wants so desperately to be accepted by the mainstream media, he will mock those outside outsiders as of of it as unserious. Hassan will attack activists with no power 
but won't say a word critical of AOC because he built his career off of her. And why wouldn't he have a Fenion? Maybe he will. Maybe after Nick challenged him today, he'll actually have a Fenion because it's not about, sure. quote-unquote, Nick's clicks and Nick's clout and Nick's whatever. It's not about Nick and it's not about Fred Hampton leftists. It's about, it's about a general strike summit. General strike. And yes, Hassan, we know that people are going to get arrested. We're going to have a solidarity fund to be able to take care of that. We're going to have a legal, uh, a legal defense fund. We're going to have lawyers at the standby and at the ready. Nationwide, that's what we're going to require. Yes, this is what a summit was going to talk about and what it's been talking about. All right. Ask yourself these questions. If supporting the General Strike Summit would advance the career of Piker or Higgins, would they support it? Well, of course, we would hope, but they'd rather just crap on it. But dissident, leftist news, 12, follow, give them a follow. Again, there's the how social media is used as a tool of empire, published on the indienewsnetwork.substack.com, which you can follow. You can get the dissident, Tara Reid, Indie News, uh, Indie Left News, uh, Kobe, the Pro Peace Report, Elias Cepeda's Deconstructing Consent will be co-published here as well. Um, and and Robert Durden said he's going to do some writing, I think. Uh, yeah. So definitely sign up for the Substack. Normally, when, when we went live, we didn't have technical glitches. I would have put out a Substack with, with this stream embedded for how did we miss that so that everyone subscribed would be able to get to it from there too. Wow, we're going long, but um, it's all right. That's because of the the popular info article. Like I said, we don't necessarily have to do all of them. We're still in the technology section here. Um, I do have one more, and this was brought to us by our friend over uh, at the Grayzo Max Blumenthal. He found a real, real interesting nugget of an article, and it plays into our friend Reef, who um, found a friend who 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 did a a little bit of a, a deep dive on a, a on. Ben Carollo, who is one of the newer oh, TYT Benjamin. personalities. You know I'm going to put this into reader mode. I think reader mode is actually easier to read. Oh, geez, maybe not. Yeah, it's okay. yeah there we go. I'll the CIA the is trying to recruit Gen Z and doesn't care if they're all over social media. So, a couple of weeks ago, we found this guy who had recently started doing stuff with TYT and... Never heard of him before. Ben Carollo and go to his Twitter profile and it says CIA understander. And we're like, that's 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 kind of weird as as a title or as a description. And it could be sarcastic, but it doesn't seem quite seem like it because if you go back and Reef went into his bio on LinkedIn, he's he's military into former military intelligence. Um, Air Force. Yeah. Particularly. So it, it was a little weird, and then, and then there's this. They've got this girl Ravana now, so they've got a next a next generation that they seem to be now trying to bring in. I I would guess that Hassan is probably giving his uncle some advice as to who he should be looking towards, um, which is a smart move because Hassan's built a, a tremendous channel, a tremendous network, and it's it's disappointing to see how he's been behaving and crapping on poor people, and on people that are actually trying to ag organize and. And be activists. And, and they are activists. But to share strategies and tactics and bring people in and go out to strikes and, and show solidarity and educate. But it is what it is. Um, yep. This piece 
when you pull up to Langley, shout your social, you have to shout your social security number out to the window into a speaker like you're ordering fries to Jesus. a Jesus. <laughs> Mother's right? maiden name. Right. Much of the union, much like the union that the agency was formed to protect the system, as it seems, could be more perfect. <laughs> but I'm willing to do what it takes to get the inside story of how the CIA is recruiting and working with the next generation of spies. One would think it's basically impossible to get millennials and Zoomers into covert jobs. Right? But what it's basically saying is that they don't really mind necessarily that here. So... It's, it's kind of funny. They put them into like a, a soundproof booth, right? Um, yeah. If the whole point of being a spy is that nobody knows who you really are and if and no one can ever find out, how exactly are you supposed to achieve this level of anonymity when you're flung, when you flung untold reams of identifiable content across the digital world? I intended to find out. This is really interesting. All right, made it through the visitor center, through the original headquarters building, right? The... The lobby that you see on TV with the CIA seal and the floor tile, everything, right? And yep. <laughs> look at that. Wishes from past presidents. I am very proud of you. You are the world's best. Come on, I'll let you do it. <laughs> you can do your Trump. I'm very proud of you. You're all the world's best. It's very, very best. The very, the very, very best. Like fucking, right through a museum where um okay so he goes through all this this whole he's led my meeting with Michael T Burns associate director for CIA talent right not HR not recruiting talent right took place in the office of public affairs conference room a windowless space that hilariously is decorated with famed posters of spy movies and TV shows. This is where they meet the media. Like, they're trying to propagandize you right down to the freaking walls. Well, they've told... always had, like, you know, Hollywood's always had some form of connection because the military won't let you do any military film without, like, approval, essentially, right? Right. You know, otherwise, you can't use, like, military, like, objects. You can't, like, actually have a Humvee or whatever. So they usually just decide to make it nice and easy for... What you know for, like, United States. I'm sure. Plus, like, you, you watch what was that Ben Affleck film, um, where it was actually a CIA plot anyway. They were just using it to like make a fake film. You know? Oh, Argo. That sort of thing. Argo, yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> that that's yep. literally how they came up with the name. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. That's a that's a good movie, by the way. Uh, entertaining. Yeah, it's been at a least. while since I watched that. Yeah, it's entertaining. Um, yeah. So, most folks that are applying to jobs in the Intel community have kind of prepared themselves and their portfolios and lifestyles for such an application, right? They've gone through, they've shrewd, they're shrewd enough to either be circumspect users of social media, right? They've carefully constructed their profiles, and they, that's why Reef was able to sniff it out like, in three seconds they're not that they're, they're hiding in plain sight right <laughs> but yeah. the cia is a modern savvy organization they want and encourage most officers to have a social media presence because quite frankly if you don't have one it's a red flag it looks weird i agree yeah. with that so you got to blend yeah. in and look normal 
I would argue that some of the Gen Z and younger folks, their networks are huge on, are so huge, it's almost a blessing. You can't figure out who their close friends are because they're friends with everybody. Could this really be true? Well, social media is not a huge deal at all. <laughs> That's what the CIA no. is telling a reporter. Nah, they don't spend nothing 30% to see, of their budget. Nothing to see here. Holy shit. No. We got to find the way. I got to bring up that YouTube video that, that Todd showed a couple weeks ago that Jimmy used to show that it's the CIA agent from the 70s. It was like, oh, yeah, we we plant stories. We get we, we co-op reporters all the time. We basically bring them in as, as agents or we feed them things. And half the time it's true and half the time it's not. And they plant stories for us all the time. I mean, that's what that's what the CIA yeah. does is they they plant misinformation over and over and then they counter other people's misinformation sometimes with correct information, sometimes with their own misinformation. So when would-be spies apply for jobs, they have no idea if their role will involve co covert work or not. If your application, resume, writing samples, uh, resume, writing samples, standard issue government stuff passes muster, take personality tests, you could end up being a paper pusher for the CIA. Look, they need people that will actually do desk jobs too. Um, yeah. Not everyone becomes an agent. But everyone becomes an employee. And then comes an interview when the interviews take place. This is a really interesting because, again, it, it literally goes into the, into the hiring process. Okay. Can I take the personality test? They make everyone take one. <clears throat> All right. If you are interested in or have applied for a job at CIA, do not follow us on social media. What do they pull out? Like one of the old Cosmo, like personality. That's pretty you know, interesting. Like Why Myers Briggs or <laughs> Why yeah, Six, like... sixteen personalities? I'm an INTP. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Labels are bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, nor did I get to take a polygraph, which a millennial <laughs> CIA analyst who joined the agency less than five years ago told me via email was a very concerning part of the process. Especially since I applied right after college, right? So this is real again. They were surveying and kind of asking people who, wow, fishing expeditions. You find out. Okay, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> For the sake of argument, let's say the agency doesn't mind at all. Immortalized some of my tackiest Halloween costumes on Instagram and may or may not have posted the results of multiple BuzzFeed, which Gossip Girl character are you personality quizzes on Facebook? Which means that they got hacked by the Russians, by the way. Probably. No, definitely. That's exactly how Cambridge Analytica got to people. Yeah. It was like these stupid quizzes. All right. I too have made it through the recruitment process. I'm given an assignment as a case officer. Time to go undercover. <laughs> If you give me a fake fake name, but meanwhile, I already have this whole online life where I go by my real name. Can't somebody just take my picture, reverse Google search, image it, and blow my cover? We're going to give people fake names in most no. cases. No. no, that's the fake one. Someone make a fake, fake no. account. Right. It's just about not having an association with the agency. Right. What they do is they outsource somebody to a private organization like, um, yeah. who did Edward Snowden work for? Uh, one of the one of the big military defense contracts. Uh, not DARPA, but uh, he wasn't NSA either. Um, 
I can't think of the name of the year. Well, you said this the other day too, when I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, I don't remember. Oh, well, anyway. Um, yeah. You smoke more weed than you might, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's just what I need to like, do. Smoke weed to remember. You probably remembered it. You well, probably remembered it high. Well, right. You no, know, the, the first time I heard it, I heard it high. So now I have to be high. I don't remember. I to remember. Aha. Yeah. Aha. Um, Thank yep. you, Method Man and Red Man, for teaching me that. That's um, my trick, Cap. I'm always high. Yep. Um, uh, disappointed uh, not to be getting an alias in a disguise. I was hoping wigs would be involved. Maybe like Carrie Russell for season six, Redhead with Bangs. Yeah, like one of those Mission Impossible. <laughs> like, right. like, spies used to be cool, at least. Now they're just bleep blumps. Right here. Like, bleep, bleep blump. Man. What? Uh, <laughs> um, cover is best tailored to reality. Right. And you shape your own persona to suit your cover. So it could actually be something you leverage. You leverage your existing profile to suit your cover requirements. So, for example, if somebody wanted to be a Twitch streamer and wanted to talk left, quote-unquote, progressive politics, well, they might build a niche and they might be able to funnel a certain online audience and have a certain influence over a certain number of people and be known in a certain community and give them de deniability and respectability in a certain community, which would then tip off certain people or make them think that they're not CIA agent. Hmm. Mm. Now, internationally, there's cover. They can also say that you're a foreign service officer to justify your presence in whatever country you're operating in. Yep. Yep, they usually attach you to the State Department somewhere at a low-level staffer. Say you're Jessica Goldstein and you're in Prague and you're working for a Washingtonian magazine. That's who you really are. That's legit. While you're in Prague, yep. you would be clandestinely meeting with some senior official from the foreign ministry. And at the end of that or meeting, if, you, if someone approaches you, you might like, say, oh, I'm meeting my boyfriend. We were dancing. Or, or if yeah, you're you a, a Hollywood bachelor, like, movie star you know something like that or you know you were you were like a, a famous chef or you know, any of those uh, they used to use uh britain used to use um hello um julia yes. somebody used yeah. to use julia right uh, did they so, yeah i think so julia child maybe uh, uh again it was us or somebody else but most of the CIA spies are not running around telling people they're reporters or just enjoying a night out with a hot date in Bolesovus. Yeah. My editor, for one, assures me he doesn't have a prog correspondent, and he suspects that she's funny. Mm-hmm. This is... I can see why Max Blumenthal likes her writing. She's very snarky and yeah. very funny and very sarcastic, very dry. Okay, so young people who want to work at the CIA need not fear that their TikToks render them unemployable, but do young people even want to work at the CIA? <laughs> ah. Crazy. Well, some people do apparently. It's and funny you know that what? TikTok, all the all the I I, I can't use single, a single TikTok in any YouTube video because all of them have copyright music in them. Here's like, how propaganda works. A Pew study in 2018 found that only 47% of millennials agree that the intelligence community quit pl plays a vital role in protecting the country compared to 78% of respondents. So they don't see them quite as same role, but according to an earlier Pew study, millennials also hold critical 
The CIA's post-9-11 interrogation methods, including use of black sites, etc., cetera, uh, torture, individuals suspect terrorism, uh, suspected of terrorism. Um, yeah, CIA black sites are bad. Yes, but, they are. Okay. Yeah, CIA black sites are bad. Okay. Oh, golden hour. Light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Brass notes it needs to diver diversify the ranks. Langley was historically lousy with waspy white guys, mostly Yaleys, though Princetonians would do. <laughs> they wanted a certain cutout. Only six years ago, civil rights activist Vernon Jordan chaired a study on diversity for John Brennan. Not a good guy, by the way. Um, which found that over the past 20 years, the senior leadership of the CIA has become less diverse and the agency's workforce is not diverse. In fact, the more senior agencies work, the more senior the agency's workforce is, the less diverse it is. Not a surprise. Okay, given the ever sprawling nature of America's, again, this is a long, long article. Definitely go and check this out, but it's almost over here. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe that's just my cover. So is she an agent? <laughs> you have to tell me, otherwise it's entrapment. Right. You have to say. She's not a cop. <laughs> She's not a cop. You have you have asked her? That. Are you a cop? Are you a cop, man? This Are you an a, op? They have to tell you. Everybody's an op. They have to right? tell you, man. Right? Everybody's an op. Okay. I mean, technically. Um, I, I'm i not even going to get to that one. That's. All right. I did, I did want to talk about Howard for a second. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Bop, bop, bop. Make that bigger. Bop, bop, bop. Did you just bop, bop, bop me? I just bop, bop, bop you. Did you just Whitney Cummings bop, bop, bop me? Like this was published you know, on November eighth. Got a merch store, I guess. Afini Afini has been amazing in shedding light on this from our community. Uh, I would not have known about this if it weren't for her. Also, I shout out to Black Unicorn Rose Camilla Harris for also tweeting and keeping this up on a daily basis, um, and, and all the Fred Hampton leftists. For keeping this alive. I know Compton J has also been talking about this. Uh, Howard University students announced deplorable living conditions. And I know we talked about this last week and the week before. Uh, I know they met with the university president this week. And of course, he denounced their protest and says, oh, it's not nearly as big a problem as it is. And we're already fixing mm. it. And you guys taking over the building is stopping us from performing the repairs. I will, I will give... <clears throat> I, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, a video I did see this week, though. I, I encourage everybody to check out, uh, and I'll drop in the chat. But this is, uh, again, entered its fifth week, Blackburn's, Blackburn takeover. Protesters have garnered support for their demands. The administration at the historically Black University immediately addressed deplorable living conditions. All right, in early October, they occupied it to protest vermin infestations black mold, asbestos, and other conditions. Uh, they also had uh, uh, roaches, I believe, in the cafeteria, I heard, uh, over, overseen by the for-profit building, for building management company, Corvaeus. All right? Students have camped out, out, out outside the building in tents. 
And they're saying they're not going back in the building until the building is safe. Yep. Now, a group Makes of sense. a group of protesters also starting spoke, to get winter. It's getting cold out there. All right, there yeah. is a uh, a petition for everybody to sign. Uh, actually, this is um, a group of protesters spoke with WSWS about their protests and distributed copies of IYS for social equality statement. <clears throat> okay, because they're in it for the money. They've been doing everything to get us out of the encampment. They brought up celebrities like Felicia Rashad that oppose our takeover. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, those kids. It's it's those kids. Well, if it was her kids, yeah, Janelle has had asthma and that the air filter in her dorm room hasn't been changed since 2014. They're supposed to be changed, they're supposed to be changed twice a like year. Every, and in a building yeah, like, like that, it might even be months. quarterly. Yeah. All right. And a maintenance person associated with contracting firm Corvaeus came to her dorm and made an excuse and didn't fix it. Probably didn't have the filter, the right one. Lucky Burrito, take care. Thanks so much for coming tonight. Bye, Lucky. So, stated that the purpose of the demand for a town hall was to open the campus administration to wider demands from the student body, such as better mental health services, better campus Wi-Fi, safer eating quarters, better financial aid assistance. All right. Autumn also spoke about poor maintenance. And then they tried to lock students out. And yeah, President Frederick keeps Corvaeus around and refuses to break their contract. He doesn't care about the students or he get rid of them, Autumn said. And again, this is just one student's opinion, but it's just interesting to hear someone who's in the building and who's dealing with this. Leadership continues to do business with other employers of highly exploited workers as well. Sodexo which is camp campus contractor, they announced the layoff of cafeteria staff, which they blamed on the takeover, even though they're not even working in that building. Wait, what? Yep. what? How did they do that? Yeah. They were quick to explain that the narrative had been concocted by the university to incite the campus community against them. All right. The, the Blackburn, right. The cafeteria in Blackburn was not directly connected to the building lobby where the occupation was taking place and that there were, in fact, multiple points of entry to the dining rooms and the lower levels of the building. Rather than students causing these layoffs, the administration shut down the cafeteria and is planning to pin the blame on the student. Oh, of Wrong. course it's the student's fault. It's always the student's fault. The ones that are paying $15,000 a year to be there. Dollars. Or a semester. Which they should be getting, like, they, they gold be getting, toilets yeah. for 50000 a year. Yep. Like... But, the problem, and I'll, I'll explain, is is has to do with Howard's endowment, even though it is tremendous. Um, I was watching a really interesting video from Irami Osei Frimpong, and he was talking about, and let me bring that up in my Discord. What a name. Yes, he's- What he's, a name. He's brilliant, by the way. Uh, everybody give him a Hit that, follow on. How did you remember that name? What is wrong with you? Uh, I think it was- Killjoy Meg, who turned me on to him initially, was like, you got to check this guy out. Either that or he was on, on an FHL stream or he he talked to somebody and somebody told me about him. And I was like, wow, this guy's really good. He's the funky academic. Yeah, Howard Yu is mm. Black America is is his uh, his Twitter handle. I mean, his uh, YouTube. There's his YouTube. I wonder how he feels about the Silk Sonic records that came out. And Del, Del, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure he loves it. And it, it was so adorable. Oh. His son comes on well, during the middle of the stream. His son comes up to him and he's 
hugging him during the thing and he's making jokes like oh it's my son you know it's it's just it's so it's so endearing it's it, it really is adorable this guy's really smart and he comes from the education world and basically what he's talking about is the fact that Howard has an endowment of 850 million dollars that sounds like a lot of money but then you look at Georgetown University across town their endowment is 1.8 billion dollars and that mm. if you look at even George George Washington University, not even Georgetown, but GW, that GW yeah. University has an endowment of $1.7 billion. He's like, so basically, we wouldn't even have enough, even if you gave all of that $850 billion, uh, a million a year, it's not even enough because the operating, I'm sorry, the endowment is $750, the operating budget is $850 million a year. They start $100 million a year in the hole that they have to raise yeah. from alumni, and then they have no endowment left to fix any of the buildings or anything. Again, fascinating video. I highly encourage you to go watch it. It's about 20 minutes long. It's called Howard U is Black America. And he draws parallels to that this is Howard U. It's a microcosm of how Black Americans are, are being treated all over, uh, but, but still expected to compete at the same level while being hamstrung at every at every turn it's 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 a real it's a real problem you know, you look we we've got to figure out a way to address to address the systemic inequality out there I, I i'm i'm a big advocate for figuring that out and for calling out that equality and re and rectifying it wherever we can um hey it's uh it's almost it's almost 420 somewhere reef so is it <laughs> well we're, i mean uh, i've been hitting this so the whole time it's 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 two seventeen. It, so where is it four twenty though? Because we are doing four twenty at a new time. Yeah, we are kind of. So might be England. No. Good question. So uh, this is this is again Howard Blackburn takeover. There are solidarity funds to support these students. Okay, here, oh, you, President Frederick, live comfortably in Maryland while students are sleeping on concrete for 25 days and faculty is poorly paid as well. The okay, articles in WAPO have also attested to the poor conditions, not only of students, but faculty as well. Okay, Nicole Hannah-Jones, who resigned because she felt devalued and disrespected. Tokyo, Pyongyang, ah. and bomb. Yakutska Seoul. Yakutsk is places. is in is in like one of the Russian former Russian Repo Soviet Republic. Um, oh, shout out Russian friends. Yeah. yeah. The use of vi police violence against protesters. Okay. Yeah. In Friday address, Frederick just attempted to save face. This is the university president. While agreeing to none of the students' demands, he stated, I hear the concerns. I want to be absolutely clear about that. But he admitted that his administration had been lacking in preventative maintenance, avoiding trouble when issues do occur, and responding to them quickly. But he's saying that basically the takeover is preventing them from getting in the building and fixing the, the rooms, which is not And where's that chokehold situation? <laughs> yeah. Where, Referring where to the use of police violence against protesters, and uh, a police mm -hmm. officer named Officer Smith placed an 18-year-old student in a chokehold while her back was against a metal bar. Terrible. 
The fact that many of the police officers were also African-American didn't mean that they treated the students any more delicately. Yep. The officers were pushing people's parents out of the way. Yeah, during the... This is Parents Weekend. Bro. Yeah, Janelle spoke to, directly to the claims that student skin color makes them natural allies of the wealthy members of the Board of Trustees and well-paid administrators. How it is supposed to be the mecca for black students and escape from white supremacy, but it's disappointing to me. I never felt more oppressed than when I attended this campus. That's terrible. <clears throat> and again, World Socialist website on it. Um, yep. they, they are, when it comes to living conditions, working conditions, and, and standing up and advocating for workers and workers' rights, they're tops. And shout out Afini like more than once because daily you know, she's she retweeting blackburn taylor takeover daily and she was so powerful today she was yeah, there she had lee like, camp on today she was so good with lee killer. and 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 with and with kit and then she did her faction fire podcast right from the general strike so just, oh, love that woman yep so good yeah um aaron brockovich i just wanted to call to shout this out really quickly but Aaron and Suzanne wrote a thing about how Flint finally got a settlement, $626 million deal to settle lawsuits. It's probably not even enough, but it is the largest settlement in the history of the United States for a town for being poisoned or for anything like that. And it, it is substantial. How the hell did we miss that? Well, yep. everybody's been out there and kind of busy. So uh, I know that I will give credit to status quo on this one um they're in a little bit of a who knows what going on right now but uh and they did they, Jimmy they, Dort, who brought you know jordan on to talk about this a ton and yep you know, there's definitely definitely some good peeps in this so yep and of course aaron brockovich who's been an advocate and everybody that's kept the pressure on to get a settlement and there's more criminal wrongdoing the question is is Will a, will a congressional investigation do anything about it? You know, credit the status quo on that one. They actually did pour through and they, they got some kind of secret recordings or emails that showed that, that, the, that the, the Snyder administration knowingly covered this up and they had evidence to show it. And I know Congress is now starting to look into it, but of course, Congress is not going to really want to do anything because if they, heaven forbid, find out that anything that they did caused any of this to happen they don't want ever that to happen so my guess is they're just going to bury it um so again i don't want to get into a whole thing but um go read aaron brockovich's newsletter the brockovich report.com uh it used to be at sub it, it is a sub stack but she has a custom url for it go to the brockovich report so give it a free subscribe support her if if, if you can She's inspirational. She's outstanding. She actually did a um, a stream for Veterans Day or a, a charity auction for Veterans Day where she's auctioning off like a half-hour Zoom call with all the proceeds to go towards, um, I think it's a homeless veterans organization um, to, try, to try to get housing. So she's just a remarkable woman and so, so grateful for her to offer her allyship and to look out and call attention to some of these environmental issues that I don't hear anybody talking about enough. Um, 
And then one final diddly do it. I actually had two more articles, but I'm not going to go through them in detail. Okay. I'm just going to wing through them real quick, which is the this Matt Stoller. By the way, Matt Stoller, who writes a substack called Big, he's now gone paid. Uh, I have not subscribed paid yet, but I plan to. Uh, he writes about monopolies and monopoly power and why certain industries or certain things don't work well because of the monopolies that are hamstringing them. He's excellent at exposing things like that. Um, so he talked about how a truck driver shortage is not a an accident, but it's been happening ever since deregulation and that it's nothing new. So cutting truck driver pay in the name of efficiency was always the point of deregulation. But when you cut slack from the system, you destabilize it. Trucker strike. We're calling for a trucker strike. We're calling for a trucker strike. Please, truckers, we will help you. We will start to build solidarity. General, we will build strike funds. We know you're independent. We know that you are the lifeblood of this country and that without you, this country stops. And within days, the lawmakers would have so many people at their door to tell them to get the trucks moving again. And basically they would count out to any demands that you made in order to get those going. Or yeah. they'll just call in the national guard and shoot everybody. I don't know. One or, one or the other. Um, so oh. big by Matt Stoller, check out the truck driver shortage is not new. Finally, Eugene pure year over at break breakthrough news. He works with Ron Yakalik as well. Hold on. And I also saw a Judd Legume article about this. This It's a propaganda against shoplifting. So they're trying to scare people that shoplifting is a huge problem, right? But they're talking about, okay, this CVS executive in San Francisco specifically, and I believe he's probably going to reference the popular information article. <clears throat> Data does not back up claims of a nationwide shoplifting surge, all right? And the number of reported shoplifting offenses dropped 18% between 2019 and 2020, of course. But 2020, half the year, the stores are locked down. So hard to, um, hard to, hard to measure, but it is not, it's not real. And again, yeah, Adam Johnson has been explaining there are other clear points of context that cast out on this whole story. Walgreens has been publicly stating it planned to close hundreds of stores, both to save money and capitalize on the real estate. But now they can blame the workers or they can blame crime. Okay. It seems fairly clear as they've been indicating in their social spending debates, paying, paying no taxes in order to actually help address the social conditions that cause people to commit economic crime, quote unquote. That's a good one. And this is a podcast, uh, 12 minutes long. I would highly recommend listening to that, Eugene, over at Breakthrough News. Um, I will go look at the popular info. If you take a look, he just did a thing about... Where is it? Was it his? This is what it was. This is about concentrated power and, and monopoly power making inflation price and everything go up. But I don't I don't think that this is this is about the shoplifting thing. Although he did talk about Tropicana. I know, I know he wrote something uh, about this. 
Oh, duh. The number one article. Look at the top. Couldn't be any bigger. The truth about shoplifting in San Francisco. <laughs> there you go. Right? There you go. So again. Guys, I hate to I hate to time the video, but it's 227 in the evening. And I don't I don't think there's a strong enough coffee for Indy. So <laughs> So this is this has the goods and it talks about exactly how the shoplifting rate has been dropping over time yeah. in San Francisco. And that the whole thing is just propaganda in order to be able to blame the community for why they're closing it here. Before their narrative fell apart, it helped generate coverage in the New York Times on San Francisco shoplifting surge. Mm. All right. California's leading source of crime disinformation is the California Globe. And again, Judd Legum, accountability journalism. He's going to tear into the ones that are that are using, quote-unquote, journalism, but actually creating propaganda with it. Mm. Makes sense. Boss reporting California Globe used to flip California House seat. Who's behind the California Globe? All right. NewsGuard, which is an independent organization that evaluates publications credibility, gave the California Globe a failing rating for severely violating basic journalist standards. And by the way, NewsGuard also rates popular information as a top site. Gotcha. Cat. No. Okay. Um, boats. Boats? I'm, Is it boat I'm, time? I'm spent, man. Oh. Hey, Big Bird. What's up, dude? Hold on. There we go. Just the two of us. Woo! We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Right, Just I the have two. to do. Aha. What are you, Will Smith coming in there with the athlete? That's what I was doing. I was doing the Will Smith, Just the Two of Us. That's absolutely what I was You've doing. Done, you've done Whitney Cummings, Bap, Bap, Bap. You've done. Uh, hold on. This button. There we go. Whoa! Woo. Into the matrix we went. Um, but I just I just wanted to have like one of these how you know how it was how it's going situation uh, how it started how it's going <laughs> yeah that that thing right so we got Biden campaign urges voters to tout his marijuana decriminalization pledge and social media posts sure right and just right on over here. We'll keep denying public housing over marijuana use, insists Biden administration. Um, so sure, yeah, yeah, like you do. That's like you do, like you do. Hell yeah, I want that. Open. I want that guy. Do you remember the guy in the Bernie, like, like uh, speech where it was like when Bernie mentioned marijuana legalization, he was like. That that guy, <laughs> yeah. Like I want, I want that guy to do this to this, you know. Yep. But anyway, so where is here? Right, we have. Uh, that looks like Seth. 
You can't hear it. No, I can't. Hi, I'm Seth Rogen. And despite what you may have heard, Americans can actually agree on something. And that something is weed. Recent polls show that more than two-thirds of us now want to legalize cannabis. You know who cannot agree on anything, though? Politicians. So despite the fact that 69% of us want cannabis legal, less than half of senators have come out in favor. In fact, some won't even say where they stand on the issue at all. With the Senate about to consider a landmark bill that would legalize cannabis at the federal level and wipe cannabis convictions from thousands of people's records, their silence could end up being the difference. But here's the thing about elected officials. They actually spend most of their time worrying about getting reelected. So when their inboxes and their phone lines are blowing up with constituents all rallying behind something specific, that is when things actually start to happen. Here's what I'm asking for you to do. Go to CannabisInCommon.org now and let your elected officials know that Hope we you got a super PAC behind you with about $10, million, $10 billion. Thing that they should advocate. Do what? Hope you got a super PAC with about $10 billion behind you. Yeah. Yep, that would probably help. Four. Legalizing cannabis for good is long past due, but if we make enough noise, we can make it happen. Visit CannabisInCommon.org to email or call your elected officials. The American people have cannabis in common. It's I think he's got more gray hair than me. <laughs> Damn, dude. What happened, Seth? So, I'd love for people to look into this um, and send sure. me back reports of how well this organization is doing. Um, you know, it, like... Uh, I will put the link uh, to their org here in chat. You should get right. Seth Rogen to come on Reefer After Dark. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I am very much down for that. So, Seth Rogen, uh, if you're out there, you're invited to come on Reefer After Dark on INN. Any any Rogen can come on. Yes, Seth Reefer or After Joe. Dark anytime. Yeah. Seth or Joe. Either one. Joe Hogan. Um... But yeah, I put I put that in chat. Uh, let me just click the link here. Take a look at it while we're here. What's up, Shane? Right, so you're still here. Um, you know, it tells you to select your state, right? You know, you put in whatever state you're in, right? Bam, here's who the thing, and then like nope, they're not on board. Them. They're douchebags. Yep. Guess yeah, what? They look like narts already. My Colorado. Yeah, well, they're they're cool, but my state's the biggest uh, pharmaceutical giant in the in the country, so I guarantee you, my guys are not on board. Oh, Corey's Those on two board. Guys, well, at, least, at least he says he's on board. Well, well has we'll indicated his support for federal cannabis legalization. Indicated. So I would just call, I would just call Corey Booker to make sure that he's very much in favor of this now. Well, um, big pharma Bob, on the other hand, forget about. Yeah. So who else is important? Uh California probably. California. Right. California. Hello, I am the governor of California. Um like these these two cats, right? Diane Feinstein should definitely give her a ring, right? Uh so but I, I, I think it's worth doing myself. Um, but we'll see. 
But anyway, I just wanted to also speak about the dangers of marijuana while we were here, right? And it's just falling asleep while petting a cat. That's that's the dangers of oh. marijuana right there. Oh. Just oh. falling asleep while petting oh, cats, kitty. man. It's the worst. It's the worst. He's just just sleeping. Yeah. Just out and the cat's still here, bro. Poor poor cat. Anyway. Look at that but, face. Look at that put him. Uh we've got we've got this one. I want you to I want you to tell how much weed do you think she's actually been involved with. Right? But it's a, it's Kush. That's what they call it. Very strong potent. It's it's Kush. That's what they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, she can identify so, the strain. Yes, just by the smell alone reminds me of like when you can smell like gas off a backpack. You know, sure. It's, it's very similar. But mm -hmm. um, what do we got next? Uh, yeah. So this okay. This is this is the the weed vampire. I just thought. <laughs> Everyone should look out for the weed vampire. He comes in and steals all your keef, bro. He Wait. just sucks up all your keef. Is he? Is he bails. literally like dipped in freaking keef? That's what it looks like. I, I just think that's him, bro. I think wow. that he is the essence of all that is weed. You know what? And we should praise him as a deity. I'm watching you in OBS, but I should be watching call you on him, the big screen. We shall call him Pazuzu. You wow. Know? Um, shout out to Pazuzu, uh, hashtag but, Pazuzu, um, hashtag Pazuzu, <laughs> you know, how do you Mesopotamian spell that? demons, Pazuzu, uh, you, uh, Google will help you. Yes. Google, Google knows Pazuzu. Uh, okay. he's the one who got them to take, uh, uh, evil claws out of their thing. Probably. It was probably Pazuzu. Um, but I feel like this is what we all need today just yeah you know okay that's not that's not enough that's not enough that's not enough i just want to send one of these to all the fhl members you know just one of these today but uh as long as they as long as they're not getting tested at work yes yes yeah and if and if they are we'll talk to your work they'll we'll make them we'll make sure they're cool about it all right you know, it's, it's legal in uh, half the states where the guys are, so I, I don't know. So speaking of speaking of those same half the states, which are making you wear masks, right? In case you need to sneak something into the concert. <laughs> you, um, yeah, there's a little pocket know, behind. Just, My kids wear those masks all the just, time. You just nice. pop those in there and then walk around, you know? Well, so, the only problem is, is where are you going to smoke them? Yes. Well, that that'll be easy to do. You just pop them out and head yeah, to the, but, you know. But you got the mask on. Oh, I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll find a way. I'm sure all the cigarette smokers have figured out how to like you know do that now. So I don't know, man. I think once you go outside, you got to take out the mask, and that's the deal. Nice. Hi, Misty. So I have I haven't been to Dad Zone today. Right. Shout out, shout nice. out, Sarcasm Misty, who's the realest piano I know. Oh. 
Yes. What's that spell? <laughs> Piano. Piano. That's Piano. right. Piano. That's exactly what that spells, sweetheart. Piano. I'd hate to see what happens when she goes to music class. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Man, this bitch is really out of tune. I just, you know, <laughs> we should call a guy. But okay, uh, every every piano tuner I ever met was blind. So seriously, don't. Yep, yep. I've met two. Both of them were. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the kind of coffee you need. Oh. <laughs> right. Whoa. Just. Whoa. Oh God! What? 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 Why is it moving? Um, it's just that it's extra caffeinated, bro. That's that extra caffeine. Damn! What is in that thing? It's caffeine plus. It's a Facebook is new product. It's um, okay. You know, okay. Uh, it's on a vibrating table. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but it does look pretty trippy. It's in our woe dude, one of my favorite subreddits, which mm -hmm. I'll pull that up just for something extra in case we need it. But um, what do we got next? Oh, yes. More cats. <laughs> Swallowing oh. the cat. Oh, 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 it's cool. Oh, cool. Oh, man, that was weird. I love <laughs> yous. I love yous. Hi. <laughs> like what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that family? That reminds wait. me of my fucking animals. It's wait. just so I've got like I love you so much. I'm gonna bowl. put you in my mouth. <laughs> oh my I love you. Like oh my god, like, it reminds me of my animals because it's just Ripley is a giant like just the leanest like pit bull you've ever seen. Like she just runs around all day, right? Like and this like tiny cat that you've seen on me all day will like boss that thing around like just like it'll go over there like fuck you ambushes the dog all the time and the dog just like looks at her like i'll fuck you up you know it just like walks <laughs> like <laughs> but anyway sneak attack boo like Simba. he got some boom oh, oh shit <laughs> oh Fucking nice. Like, dude, big cats. Like, could you? I saw one today of like a leopard that had like in India that had like went crazy, right? And was like running down in like a group of people and was just like catching them, just like one, another one. Like, it was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was just like, it was a big cat. Cats scare the crap out of me. We have bobcats here. Oh. And panthers. I used to live right next to the panther reserve. Was, and like taking the trash out at night. Huge. Oh my god, dude. I know. They're massive. I mean, have you seen Tiger King yet? Have you seen uh, that like nuttiness? No, no, I will I, I, I'm not. Oh dude. We gotta that's a that you gotta do that. That's so a phenomenon. Short, I, I know it was a phenomenon. Oh. Alright, can 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 we stop watching the jumping cats there? Uh, <laughs> maybe. We stuck? Hey, there we go. Oh, so I, we can't we can't let 
you know, boys have all the fun on these videos. And it's on camera. Smile. Oh. Smile. Oh. How good is that one? That she's one's great, least, right? She's at least laughing. Oh. <laughs> like, is she or is she crying? No, I think like, she's what, laughing. I think they're both, they're both laughing. Oh. Wait, what? Is that Fee? Ziggy Zoggy, Ziggy Zoggy, oi, oi, oi. No. <laughs> oh, my Lord Almighty. I mean, uh, at least she got all of it. You need, you need you to know? send you need to send me a link for that. I have a friend <laughs> who, who would a hundred percent appreciate that, and he would say she yep. wasted a lot. Of, she, he'd say she wasted a lot of beer. Wasted a lot of beer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I would love to go to Oktoberfest one of these days. I'm down. So, can, can you not break everything, please? Are you gonna hit your wump your head on the chair? No. Okay. Cool. Hi, how are you? Uh, but can you can you lay? Are you gonna do it? No. You gotta make it like comfy first. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, look at this nonsense. Like, how do you? Like. On the toe. Like that's craziness. Humans are humans are crazy. But <clears throat> okay. We got we got the beginning of a TikTok. Right? Okay. We're doing oh. the dance and oh, oh. oh. And she's okay. Was, she is okay. Her pride is somewhat bruised, but um, we okay. oh no, like oh oh oh, I'm not oh. going to be able to land on that. I'm not going to be able to land on that. Oh shit, no! Like oh, I just love how like everything's perfect up until right there. Uh, anyway, uh, so, you know, frequent, frequent subreddit that we, uh, we have on here is what could go wrong? What could go wrong? And uh -oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. here we go. Oh, do, 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 okay. Do. He just lost his bike. Do, do, do. Oh, <laughs> bike Plinko. Plinko. <laughs> yep. Nice. I know, right? Bike Plinko. Yep. Uh, the other other ball dropping games are available. Um, so what could go wrong here, Indy? You're 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 a car man. What what do you think a stack of tires like that would mean? Mm, that probably leans over pretty quickly when he. Oh, oh. What, what, why, why, what, why? I, I don't know. Why would you stand I don't on a stack why. of tires to begin with? I, I don't know, but shall we see it again, Colin? Uh, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, no. I don't think he intended to land that way. Oh. Honestly, I think I think he's fine. Like, I think he doesn't really get... Like, he clears. Oh, no. He's he doesn't fine. get it. Yeah, but that car was moving. Was I know. Moving. And he lands on his chest. Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Oh. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Uh, uh, Snoop Dogg has a, has a new song called Say It With Your Booty, which I'm down for. Look at look at Popo. Popo gonna go down slide. Oh my God, Popo loves slide. Uh, uh, uh. It must like, be cold. Though. Any, that's, that's an ice oh, slide. Yeah. No? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, balls are freezing. My balls. <laughs> my balls are freezing. Hey man, Bob Barker took his away. All right. So. <laughs> but uh, what else? What else I got? Oh. Look at this. Look at this kid. Is there any way I can make this bigger? I don't need to. Oh, I say yes. What a stiff arm. Oh. And another. The space. Stiff oh. arm. Stiff oh. arm. Oh. Oh. In like, oh. zone. Shove him right in the face. Like, dude, he hits like three at the beginning. Like, Damn. it's crazy. <laughs> Bro, whose kid is this? It's like <laughs> stiff arm. Oh, another get out of here, dude. That a, guy, another one. That guy learned from a professional football player. And another player. one. And that, another one, dude. Those stiff arms learned, are crazy. That guy learned from a pro. A the pro running on back. Those stiff arms. A Just, pro running ah, back. Like that's insane. Ah, full extension. That's, that's insane. nutty. Like that kid's going far. Like. Justin He's Jackson, least, like shout out this kid. To, to J like, Man Prime, that's right. J Man Prime that might even be Jelly. Oh, this. Like, yeah, yeah. This is Young Jelly. Like, Rome live punch uh, up. Oh wow. Yeah. So Cairo, another what can Bowler. go wrong? Oh, okay. Oh no no. Oh no no. I love Hello? so there's there's Ooh. a particular I will also find some McDojo life very soon, which are very good. Um but this is this is a, a McDojo life edition of what could go wrong. So, you know, martial arts always has these these weirdos who think they're they can like fortify their body. Oh oh painful. You get all the pain out, bro. Just breathe it out. Oh, you're like, not breathing why? that out. Why? 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 Uh, oh. So I I would when when going to India, I would be very careful. Land uh, boats crashing into other land boats. Oh boy. Oh, that's right. But it's just it's just the comical like right angle this takes. We never did set up a like, media capture for, for Jimmy. Doing the yeah, we'll get smash. that. Just we'll have that set up. Hmm. Computer not so, set up. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for boats crashing into other boats. I've got a few little, like, things I can just, like, throw on, you know? So, while we do our uh, outros. So, but anyway... 
What says you? Whoa. You're whoa? Whoa. Whoa. Nice. Ping! Ping! Millions tank? Yeah, these are... These are just called Woe Dudes. There's 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 some pretty good ones in here. We used uh, to play uh like a, a tank game like that with the Intellivision back before you were yeah. born. I've played that game though. But uh I these ones are always super good. Nice. Caramel. That's a Twix right there. Yeah. But it is like a metal version and marble and like anyway. So what? Where's all your links? Right, they're in the description, probably. And are they? They're not uh, there yet. Yeah. Well, the links to you, me. Yeah. Are you are we done? Indie News Network. I are think so. Yeah. Oh, pretty much. All right. Well then, hold yeah, on. I'm let just... me let me switch off to this. <clears throat> Indie News Network. Network. Leftist.today. And today I had in the early edition, the early General Strike Summit video, uh, the, the evening edition, the later one was in tonight's edition. Sabi Sab did a late night stream last night again. This is just today's early edition. Hey, who's that guy? That was from last week where we talked about yes, the West sir. Virginia strikers. And then Orf video yeah. and a Danny Haifong video. Shout out to Danny for, for being on the summit today. Let's talk about UAW executive charged with stealing dues money. And the elites are also partially to blame for inflation. Yeah, go figure. All right, Caitlin on Caitlin Johnstone. We didn't do a Caitlin's corner this week. Still shout out. Love Caitlin. Glad that she's back from her uh, her hiatus and hopefully she's dealing with the bed bug issue in the house. Again. Here's the Howard Cafeteria Workers. Denounce university efforts to scapegoat students for layoffs. So, World Socialist website still on this today. All right, this was posted this morning. Staggering pattern of political interference in Trump's COVID-19 response. This is just today. And oh, yeah, there's there's Lucy from Blue Moon Red Wine. We did an article on the Substack. Get to know member Lucy. So, again, here's... Hit desktop audio. Founding member and then do of it again. And two. Hello, my name Best is Lucy from Blue Moon well. Red Wine, and I'm very happy to. Bye. Yep. Hello, my name is Lucy from Blue Moon Red Wine, and I'm very happy to be a founding member of INN. So cool! Yay! And here's all her channels. She just set up an, an Odyssey. She's still trying to figure that out. Uh, she's trying yeah. to to get people to invest in community land trusts. So she's looking to get people who are interested in that to sign up for the Dollar Housing Initiative and support her on Patreon. Excited, so 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 grateful to have her have part of the network and uh, and yeah. be collaborating and working with her. I love her show, Blue Moon Red Wine. Give it a follow on Twitch, on YouTube, on Odyssey, and she'll also be publishing some stuff hopefully to the Substack at some point. And when she goes live, if she wants, she'll be sharing that here as well. So. Uh, I think I, th I think we're good. Again, all the uh, all the links. If you go to any of the Substacks, usually, actually, I didn't do it this morning because still working on the new setup. But 
Uh, last yeah. night's Substack, for example, we go to last night's. Down at the bottom, you have all the links. Link tree, independentleft.media. Okay, indieleft.news, leftist.today, independentleft.gg, our Discord, independentleft.gg. Yeah. Okay, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook group, Instagram, YouTube, Odyssey, Vimeo, every platform you could possibly think of, including Telegram, Rumble, podcast platforms. And if you want to hook us up with a coffee, because I'm still drinking we mine now. Probably, we should probably try to like annotate this thing right here below me. Right. Yes. Like so, it's like got your link tree. Like right, you just click, click here where all the links are. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Click on that. But right now it doesn't do that because that's still a video. So don't yes. do that right now because it'll just pause the video on you. But we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna say goodnight for tonight. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. I'm gonna be traveling next week for the holidays for Thanksgiving. So I'm gonna be with family. So we'll not be around to do a show next week. We'll be back the week after Thanksgiving. Um, and everybody have a happy holiday. General Strike. Watch INN. Subscribe to all our channels. Thank you, Reef, for everything and for making this actually a You're show welcome. that can happen tonight. And uh, for everything else you do. So, cool. Yeah. Peace, love. Peace, he likes to say. Love. Bowl. Soul. No, bowl. <laughs> bowl. <laughs> If you like this podcast, please help our show grow by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. For more content, you can follow Independent Left News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at INDLeftNews and subscribe to our YouTube channel. To get news updates twice a day to your inbox, subscribe via email on the independentleft.news website. Join our Jetstream 24-7 News and Opinion Discord at independentleft.gg with more than 50 channels, each dedicated to a different outlet, journalist, YouTuber, or political comedian. Thanks, everyone. Remember to check out independentleft.news in your browser and subscribe to our podcast for news updates.